0: Welcome to where the furniture isn't always the best, but the
1: views—they are amazing. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. I got everybody this week, and I'm gonna do something a little bit different. I ain't even prep the guys, um, fellas. Introduce yourselves one at a time. Just tell people who you are.
2: BFBG Art Phazon New 2K. Um, that dude, El Fresh Dent, Sir
0: Frisco, the freshest resident DJ, Fresh Aveda, one who get it popping. Y'all know what time it is. View me.
1: All right, introverts, let's go.
3: Uh, you know, just super dad of the year, dad man, B. Jones, uh, formerly the, the Sneaky Q. Um, shout out to the bros. Um, former moderator, yeah. Um, all around great guy,
4: BJ. Let's roll, <laughs> and that's what you get.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you gotta
4: pre- you gotta prep me for things like this, man. Maybe I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't
3: know. I started to hit my whole pill, and I was like, you know what? You know they got enough of Ian with the, you know. Um the the advice to his younger self last a uh, couple yeah, weeks was, ago so you know I'm not even gonna go down that road but
1: yeah <laughs> hey man you <laughs>
3: that was good my mom, mom mom hit
0: mom
4: hit me with a text like you said what <laughs> <laughs> she like, that was that's okay that's okay sir
1: <laughs> hey. uh, and I am your host Coach K and you just mentioned mom we missed we missed it last week oh you know what I guess I missed it no no I didn't. We missed it last week. Uh happy belated birthday, mom. Yes. Uh, we love yes. you. We appreciate Big you. Yo, yep. Yo, yep. Yo. Yep. We got to get you. We we actually got to get you on the show one week. Yeah. So
4: do you, you do it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure.
1: There you go. Awesome. Awesome. We'd love to have you. Uh yeah. So this week, uh I'm, I'm excited. I don't even know what to do. I mean, it's been so long since all of us have been on here.
2: That's true. Yeah. yeah that's true. It's, it's, I hope it's my is at least a month maybe
4: longer
1: yeah yeah at least shout out to uh our new followers on instagram and on youtube uh youtube i know it's my nephew what's up khalil hopefully you are listening if you are listening give me a shout i'll send you a 20 chick-fil-a gift card uh and i'm not it. gonna put this in the clips obviously to <laughs> cheat so but uh but yeah but fellas i want to talk about something you know people talk about our long intros and all this stuff yeah i'm talking about you because uh you know uh, it's difficult being a black man
0: did did y'all know
1: that no 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 No. it's easy
0: baby rolling around in this beautiful ebony chocolate brown skin
3: baby thank you you sliding and gliding dipping and flipping baby Crown uh, just be swinging around and uh, I me. Mean, like, you walk in with authority. Hey, mm. you said your crown? crown. You said crown. Crown. crown, crown. Your face. Yes. Okay. Your
1: I was like, what? 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 Oh, anyway. All right. All right. All right. I'm glad we got past that. But I sent you guys a clip a couple of days ago, and 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 it's um it's interesting how uh, you know Chris Rock, you know uh, he's living his best life right now. Post slap, you know concerts selling out and getting plenty of, of uh even old stuff resurfacing and and getting circulated and one of those things was um it basically said as a man uh women and children are loved and appreciated and dogs, he said, and and, dogs. And, and dogs. So men are and the dogs. Only, only thing that are not Um, appreciated unconditionally yeah loved loved unconditionally unconditionally. yes loved unconditionally and I thought that was interesting and I wanted to get you all's perspective on it do you all feel that that was an accurate statement
0: I I I, uh,
3: context that's the first yeah, yeah, yeah. thing that jumped into my head. Like what context are we talking about? Cause I had to go back and find the, and I didn't find the whole thing yet. It seemed like it could be a good, pretty interesting stand-up from like the two clips that I saw. But what context are we talking about? Because from the three minute joke, not the one minute piece you sent us or whatever, you know, he's definitely talking about within the confines of a relationship. Um, but love can, reach beyond those that intimacy you know emotional
1: you know uh, those confines so what context are we are we framing this question on so i think you got to look at under the context of don't think about your mama because mm-hmm. your mama's always gonna love you
0: <laughs> um because you are the child in your mom's eyes in that scenario regardless correct
1: that's true there you go so let's talk about I think just life in general. Just life in general, not even necessarily relationship. Do you have to make something out of yourself in order to be loved?
0: How much love do you do you feel that you have not that is that is not based on you providing something? That simple. That is not based on you either you know, yo, I I am a, uh, and, and, and it, may, it may just be, you are a counselor for that person. You know what I mean? The, the simple fact that you are an ear and willing to listen. Um, How many scenarios do you have where you feel that you are truly loved unconditionally and, and don't provide and not in a sense of because just for, just
1: you provide. Just for waking up every day.
0: Yeah. Just like, yo, just because you are who
2: you are. I think that's, no, yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense. I th- I can see where, where that not knowing the context, which is clearly important uh, to the, the whole thing, but just that statement itself and putting it in a real life day to day situation. I can see where women are always you know, looked at us as that with dogs, obviously do anything to a dog, God forbid, though, the world's coming after you. Um, and then, you know, for, for a man or anything, man, especially a black man, but just a man you are looked upon last because if something's going wrong, then it's weak uh, or you are not strong enough or you're not, you shouldn't be acting this, this way. Or, you know, I was listening to the rock the other day, talk about his story of um, not the rock, um, Terry Cruz, Terry Cruz wrote his new book. And he talked about how he, um, his dad showed him that a man is a man. Be- well, he thought a man was a man because of the way he treated his mom. And he treated his mom as very dominant. And, you know, he, he beat her for some reason like that. But he's also very fearful of his children. Like, no one disrespected him it was fear, led by fear. So when that changes and you're not a person of fear, um, then I can see why I think. Well, no, a guy or a man would be fine. Like, why do you need to worry about him? Or why do you need to think in that sense towards a man? Because they're okay. Um, and we're learning more and more about how, the man's stability or men mental mentally the men need more um, over these time frames but that's still being ingrained in us slowly versus where we should be right now for women or for children or for pets. Um, I mean the thing about they they have pet therapy for pets you go there you go the issues but men still struggle with that needing asking for help or needing help in their mindset.
1: They have spas for dogs.
2: <laughs> yes <laughs> yes especially in Georgia. <laughs> it's all over the place, but I know, but Georgia is a, a dog state. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> so
4: I think, I think, again, go back to context, right? I understand what he's saying and the context he put in of men, women, and men, children, and dogs. Um, I get it, but I think that's coming from any, any outlet, right? So when you think about women and women, Men, woman, men and women men and women the kids men and women the dogs children dogs, whatever the case may be right from outward end it's always that unconditional yes but when you i would say take children and dogs out the equation right because I know firsthand like you see kids who have unwavering loyalty love to mothers and fathers who have done nothing but wrong to them their entire life but because as mom, because as dad, like there's always that sense of loyalty, there's always a sense of love or whatever that means to them, right? Pets on the other hand, like, even, even pets that have been abused in some cases, it takes a while, but there's a, there's a way for them to, to be reacclimated whatever. The main thing comes back to men and women and how we treat each other and how we use so, It goes back to the relationship you had, you've experienced, what you expect, um, and what's reciprocated right? Because sometimes it, it may be that everybody shows it different ways and not, and not writing off that there's a right or a wrong way. But if it's not respect to you or love to you and your, I'm going to use love language, even though I don't like to use that term a lot because um, I don't want to focus on like the book or the five love languages. I think that's very limited scope of things personally. But if you do something, if it's not the way that I understand or I receive, and I'm not understanding what's going on, then have you taken the time to show me or really learning about me to show me that you love me or care for me, unconditionally? Is there always a stipulate? There's always gonna be some type of gap there and not really understanding um, what's going on. <laughs> this came up in a, in a language conversation, I'm sorry. It came up in a conversation and I don't remember who it was. I heard there was another video or something online somewhere. And they're talking about the five love languages. And if your partner doesn't um, learn your language, does that make them wrong? Um, it goes back to what we were talking about a few weeks ago about, do you relate to your partner how you like to be loved or how you need to be loved? So it's a two-way street. But if the communication is there, if um, the effort is there, if there's no resistance there then it shouldn't be a problem but i think we get into a lot of situations where it's well it, the condition is i'll do for you what you do for me or i love you this if you do this mm-hmm. right and that comes from men and women i don't think it's one side i think it's more more one-sided toward men yes but i don't think it's only toward men.
1: so you're you're going towards the force context that i was about to create anyway um, because I'm thinking uh, I'm thinking about people that are going to contact us about this episode and, and what they're going to say. So let's make it in the family context, which I think we already have. And, and if you look at how it was framed up, women, children, dogs. So we're talking about the ideal family setting, you know, uh, husband, wife, two kids, quote unquote, and Um, a dog and a white picket fence. Mm -hmm. So at the moment where you can no longer support keeping the white picket fence white and you're down on your luck, you've lost your job, does love start to disappear at the same rate as the resources?
4: In a lot of situations, just not in every situation.
3: Right, so I think there are portions of Rock's talk where he kind of talks about that. But no, it shouldn't. But it really depends upon the dynamic because I think you have to know your role. Um, and I'm going to ask uh, the question in reverse, I guess, when we get you know past this point. But it shouldn't. Um, and I think if your partner is worth a damn, then it won't. Um, like to BJ's point, when it comes to you know, if your partner can speak your love language, are they a bad person if they can't? I I don't understand how they can call themselves your partner if they can't, because Mm -hmm. how else is it supposed to work? Everybody's not the same, and I think the finding the common ground. In in between all of that, so that both feel supported at any given point in time in the relationship is what's most important.
0: Is that something you knew at all times or something that you've grown to understand? Because I don't feel like when I was younger, thinking of my perception of relationships in 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 thinking of a partnership with a woman like I never I, I don't think that I really looked at it in that sense like I don't think that I really got that deep in the understanding of it you know what I mean there were such general thoughts of you know what I mean and and it's it's correct but I just I'm again like I said I just don't feel that I know I didn't personally when I was younger really have that depth of thought of you know what I mean what what it meant to Cause I definitely didn't think about love languages and, and all of that stuff. It's definitely apparent now that I've, you know, fought my battles and everything else, but it's definitely not something that was, I feel taught or even thought of, or even that was apparent in, in, you know, uh, our parents and, and, you know, uh, their in their relationships and, 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 you know, the relationships before that, that it wasn't something that was, you know what I mean? Kind of thought of taught or even a lot of times expressed.
3: Okay, so let's simplify it a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. Take the love languages out of it. Let's talk about just the provider portion of it. As men, that's what we're brought up to be, the provider. Yep. Um, When you're young, I think you have a very skewed and limited perspective of what that means. And I, I for one, fell into that category. So that's the growth and maturity piece, because I would not be in a relationship or I was not in a committed relationship for periods of time in my younger life because I didn't feel like I was a complete package yet I wasn't bringing enough to the table I still had things that I want to get established and set in place so that way if I'm going to bring a woman and call her or we call ourselves together not necessarily me call her mine but that's how you think at that point in time um then I need to be able to sustain that Um, as you get older, sustaining that starts to mean different things. My current situation, sustaining this current situation, it, it means different things, and I think that's the maturity aspect of it that you have to, you know, grow in, grow into.
2: I agree with that. No, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, one hundred percent. Didn't think of those things, and and the maturity level is a, a huge factor. And that, and that, and and just, mean, you, you got to grow up and and it's weird because everything you said was like, yeah, no. Yeah. And I'm sure people are listening now. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to, trying to form my thought around what I want to say to that. I, I I don't know how to kind of add on to that. It just makes sense. So,
1: so, so here's the add-on. So let's take us for instance. So we went to an expensive institution. None of us had really had money. Not real money, we had overage checks. Mm -hmm. Um, borrow borrow money, we we had borrowed money, money yeah, that only went so far. (laughs) But I would venture to say that I feel like the females that were around us had a better sense of uh, let's make this money work or let's stretch this money or because maybe maybe because they were the daughters that that consistent provide make sure you're good was there for them whereas for us as sons it was okay you guys are on your way to becoming independent you got to go find your way interesting
4: agreed but i think there's another layer to that as well because when you think about What's the next step after college, right? So back to Brett's point about, are you ready to take on that challenge, to take on our responsibility? More, I won't say more logical, that's not the right word. The linear thinking, I'll speak for myself, for every, every guy. The logical thinking for me was that financially, I'm not ready. Emotionally, I may be there. I may not be there, but financially, I know I can't do this right now. And that needs, and to me, that has to be a major component of everything. Love can be in the air, love can be a thing, but love don't pay the bills. Love don't put a roof over your head, put food on the table. And if I'm supposed to be the provider, there's still some things that I need to correct or get right in my life before we can move on and take that step. And i know I had this conversation with Olivia, I've grown up, like down at, you in the first couple of years afterwards, I mean, we've talked about this over the years in general, like, right? But are you financially in place? And that's, I think the cycle because women can see things and say, yeah, I'm ready now. But if a man is not ready at that moment, then it's looked upon as, okay, well, he's just playing. He's just playing around, he's not ready. That may be the case. I, I'm not in everybody's head. But a lot of times it really is, no, my idea of what needs to be in place. Yeah. I have to have my ducks in a row before I make that step, before I do this. Right. So that unconditional like love, we may love each other, but you're ready to move on. And I'm not there yet because I know I can't financially provide. Mm-hmm. I can't really provide, give you, take you on the trips, or we're gonna be living in the same apartment we lived in undergrad for another couple of years. Like those are those are real situations that I thought mm-hmm. about like over the years. Even years after being in a career for a while, paying down debt, paying down all that stuff how can I take on being responsible with somebody else when I'm still living paycheck to paycheck?
1: Yeah. Right. I, and, and I want to, I want to bring it from that time period. Right. And I want to make it more relatable to the average black male. Right. Mm-hmm. Which we don't really know what the true, what, aver- mean, yeah. what, what is the, what is the true image of the average black male, we have no idea is totally skewed uh, by the media and, 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 and TV and statistics, et cetera. But I wanna, I wanna bring the age up a little bit because we, allegedly we have a very unique experience, right? Uh, we went to college, we had all these people around us, blah, blah, blah. I did say allegedly, for those of you that wanna come for us, I said allegedly, mm-hmm. focus on that word um let's say that was not the case let's say for somebody who does not go to college somebody who graduates high school you're out my house right and i heard somebody actually say the other day my daughter can stay at home as long as she wants to she can go to college she can graduate she can move back in and be here as long as she wants my son as soon as he hits 18 he has got to go
2: yeah, that's I'm a firm
1: believer of gender yeah.
3: equality. Can't can't happen. But go ahead. Right. And that that, was,
2: but that's that's the case for us, the black generation or African American or everyone. That's what we do. Um, that's not the same for other cultures. And it's it is we had the conversation with somebody the other day when I was eating lunch, or something, they said their son is about to turn 32. And they won't let him leave until they can help him pay for his house. Um, but we're like at eighteen, going through your thing. You're a man. You got a job yet? Or or twenty one for coming to college? All right. So what's your plan? You can't come back here. Like that mindset is just insane. But it is what we live with, and it, it's it starts us off on a on a, a backwards path.
1: That's um. Okay, so I mean. Technically, if you look at it, that's where the groundwork is laid, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: For if if we're not contributing, then the love starts to diminish, right? Because if you have that in our community where girls, y'all can stay as long as you want, guys, you got to go. Well, does that mean that you, you got to go out there and make something of yourself? Otherwise... It's, it's, it's
3: a bust so there's two things with that first I feel like it's perception you, when you talk about the the love being lost because love doesn't always have to feel good and I think that's where you know kids don't understand it at a young age and then they start to understand it as they get older for the tough lessons that love has to teach you along the way um, and everybody's situation is different I can't put an age on when my children, you know, have to leave the nest, but they have absolutely have to leave. And it definitely should be before they're 32 if we, we're doing things right. But at a certain point, you you, I feel like if you're not put in a position to have to provide, you never know what that feels like. And if you've had the example up until you're 21, 24, if you went to college or whatever, then you should you should have the tools necessary. Now, I'll always be a safety net within reason, but I don't want to be um, I don't know like a, a baby crib for for my child because then you start setting up those men that you know women like to talk about. Oh, he, he's a mama's boy, or he he can't do anything for himself. You know, it's like we talk about the woman not conditionally loving a broke man. I think Chris Rock says that specifically. Um, but how can you love unconditionally someone who is broken? I think that you will. You, a good woman would absolutely try to be able to help mend and put that person together as much as they can. But that person has to be able to do some of that for for themselves.
2: Yes, I, I I agree with that, and Kay, I'm about to go with process for you, but I I think that's where we we stuck in that bubble. You literally said that, that the perception may be he's a mom boy or he's not doing his thing, but having him stay at home or having him be there doesn't mean that he's not producing on the back end. You're setting him up for success so that when he is ready to go or time happens, like – He's boom now. He's he's ahead of the game for everybody at that age grade age frame now. So him and his girlfriend, wife, whatever it may be, like even wives move back in. And say hey, listen, you guys come here. A prime example. You guys come back here and live with us. We got you. build up your deposit and go. Um, but you came back. That's the thing. Right. So it's not like you had. She left. never left. She left for a little bit, but technically she never left. But she's also a daughter. So get that. <laughs> so now we're back to that full circle. <laughs>
4: But what so, so the only pushback I have to that, I, I agree with you, but the only thing I I'm, I'm thinking through is you talk about the example you have. What real example do we if you even if you have both parents in the household and you see dad going out to work, mom may be working or may not be working. When we grew up, I know everybody still may be in fluctuation. Like mom, my first year, mom didn't work. She went back part-time when I was in second grade. It went back full time. I think I started like walking home by myself in fourth grade, fifth grade, like went back full time. Like, but my right. earlier she she was at home.
2: Mm-hmm. So
4: dad wasn't working in, and bringing home the bacon, if you will, right? But then it was joint. All I saw was them going to work. And to my to my knowledge, things were getting paid. Uh-huh. I don't really have a knowledge of how that, who's doing what or mm-hmm. what the finances were. And I think. Part of the thing I think that was good because I made I had to make my own assumptions and become astute to what's going on. But also I think that's bad as well because I don't really know. It made, my father was a mechanic and I and now I realize there were there were some uptimes and some downtimes where he would be gone all day but there wasn't no work. Mm-hmm. I remember conversations, but I didn't even pick up on that as a kid. Right. But I do remember vividly conversation about like hours being come back this week or or that they, they're working, they're going to three days instead of five days. And he was straight hourly based on mechanical, mechanics pay. Like we got the bill paid, but I know my mom was working full time well. So it doesn't take long, two plus two before. Mm-hmm. Mom was covering a lot of the stuff during some of the time.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Never once do I, do I feel that she made him feel that any less of a man or any less love because exactly. of that. But we didn't. we. I, I tell you, this is after I probably that the house and I already played all this stuff. And that really pretty much after my father passed away, that I'm really replaying all these things and, and all these things just kept kept coming back, coming back. And I, I don't I don't really know. I would know what I want to say, but it's not come down. It's it's uh it's one of those things where you could be in an environment and see and assume things again, but not really know that. Times may be hard. There's, the roles may shift in financially. They may shift in and who's doing what and the responsibility like that. But is that really something that we share with kids? I also think we bring too many kids into too much information nowadays. Yeah, they know too much about finances and things going behind the scenes that they don't should know. Should not know about yeah. In yet. a kid's place.
3: So hold on, okay, girl. So you're in a, a very good position, BJ, because you have both boys and girls, right? Men and mm-hmm. young men and women. Now. I always say that, you know, my parents did the best that they could do with what they had Mm -hmm. when it came to, you know, raising me. A lot of things, knowledge and things I came into, I had to acquire it through experience. Yes. Now, having acquired that through experience and just listening to you talk about your experience and the things that you may have been lacking, um, whether it due to the shield that your parents wanted to keep around you, which I think Kids should be shielded from some some of those conversations, but would you send your kids off to say college or out of the nest at whatever point that they're ready, um, without having certain financial literacy tools or having been able to you know experience some sort of things that will prepare them for life on their own?
1: I don't think that was the the vein in which he was talking about.
3: I get it, I don't think he hit on it, but I think that that stops a cycle because if we're talking about the, the pro, I, I, I almost want to say provider syndrome and somewhat lack thereof, based on the conversation that we've had, some of that is fueled by just a, a lack of knowledge. And mm-hmm. so if we can curtail that in some form, then we start setting ourselves up or our young men up in the situation that to be a little bit more ahead of the game as art. And I think BJ, we're kind of talking about, you know, earlier on.
1: Yeah. And and, and I think that's accurate. And the point I don't want to lose is there, there seems to be a transition, right. Of what kids are involved in and what they're not involved in. And, what gets aired out and to me there's a big respect piece there that even if that male figure is struggling i'm not going to uh degrade him or break him down in front of the kids
4: Mm -hmm. absolutely yes
1: absolutely and and i think man you could watch tv you could Go, go to the mall, you'll see crazy things. Um, you know, just in general conversation, you, you can see it on people during the day in their Zoom meetings or, or, or teams or whatever. And you'll see them talk to that male figure. And it's just like, oh my gosh, and you know, the kids are running around in the back and, you know, there's something that's being uh, encouraged. or something that's being, you know, we're fanning a flame there that Mm -hmm. if you think about it, um, TV, Mm -hmm. music, right? Like I I can go all the way back to, there ain't nothing going on but the rent. Gotta have a -A (laughs) J-O-B if you wanna be with me, right? And then you can bring it up to no scrubs. I don't want no scrubs. And then you just keep going, right? So think about how many decades I just covered, Mm -hmm. right? So there's something that's being pushed out there and I think it takes strong family foundation and bonds to be immune to that.
2: Yeah. Or, yes, yes, yeah. Or, or belief in whatever from the female aspect, belief in the goals of where he, she thinks he's going. Um, but that goes back to unconditional love. Yeah. That goes back to the whole time about unconditional love, no matter what
4: we're going through, no matter what goes on. Yeah, we're not gonna see eye to eye on everything. We're not gonna agree on everything. We may have arguments and stuff, but are we in this together? Are we in this together together? That's what it comes down to.
2: But at the same time, and, and this is where I think it also takes a man who can handle the fact that he's making less and has a woman who's gonna cover that for a while and not feel threatened by that. Because a lot of the time that happens. Where where it's like, oh well, she makes more than me. Well, no, I can't do that because she can't make more than me. And and he walks away from the situation where she's willing to love him unconditionally and not care about yeah, that. That's not unconditional from his ending. right? From him, exactly. Yeah. So it's a two way street, unconditional, being able to be to fall and be helped up to move forward, or be able to pick someone up and carry them.
4: But but still, and that's even in, and again, I don't again. There's many different routes that conversation can go down. Yeah. But even still, in that situation, even if she makes more. Yeah. Head of the household, handle responsibility, be the man of the house. Handle responsibility, yeah. Yeah. it's not about who earns more. Well, are we taking care of the bills? Or are we taking right. care of everything? Right. And am I, am I still doing something to contribute? Or am I right. just falling back? You know, Jose, and I'm
2: Imagine just video, playing a role like- Right, video gaming and smoking, and smoking cigarettes or whatever, maybe yeah. nothing. Or am I actually being a part of the of our family? And, and Yo, I, I tell
4: you what, you, you hit a certain point. I don't mind being at a stay-at-home dad. I, I, I said the same <laughs> thing.
2: <laughs> I tell you, uh, I said, EJ, if you get some my <laughs> promotions, I'm good. I, I already <laughs> cook. I, like, I ain't got to do
4: a laundry cleaning. Like, ain't ain't a to doing that. I'll be home. I can pick a kid. Like, what do you want to do? Right.
2: I can do more hey, sports things. to
0: my brother, only trophy husband I know currently. One time.
2: <laughs> Yo, tell <what laughs> you. I'd be a great. Because it's not, <laughs> before it was, roles
4: were defined, right? Yeah. And that, that role defining, those, those lines have been blurred along, should have been blurred a long time ago. And yeah. that's when we get into this whole, well, that's your responsibility. No, it's, we got to take care of this house and mm-hmm. make sure everything runs smooth. And especially. Does that always see eye to eye when it comes to husband and wife, man, man and woman um, interactions? It doesn't always come out that way. But at the end of the day, that's what it should come down to. When we think about again what our kids seeing? respect from everybody, and it yeah. doesn't matter who makes the most. Mm-hmm. It, it, it that doesn't really matter. Like, but what are we doing with that? What we're making? Because we could you could be making more, but if you're wasting it,
2: yep.
1: What good is it? Yeah, yeah. And 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 and, fact,
4: and for the man as well. If you if you're not responsible for for what you've been what's been given to you, and you're still not. Make it in me, or you're still coming short because you got all this other stuff going on, or uh, excessive lifestyle that is -hmm. is depleting from the family situation, like, or just the household, even if it's not kids or whatever, then that's not handling responsibility. And then that vice versa, it goes from either side. That's the sense of, I would say, unconditional love, but that's a question to be asked like, what's really going on? What's your priorities?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it has something.
1: It's gone now, um <laughs> I, I was gonna say, listen we we got a huge um female following as far as our podcast listeners, and I heard y'all. I heard somebody hiss their teeth and and said, well, there's all these males out here disrespecting women. I hear you, I know, I know, and I know it's out there in music, it's out there in movies too. Mm-hmm. We understand. But we're not those males. Nope. Never have been. We're not those males. So um, I, I hear you. And 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 the reason why this podcast exists is so that we can be examples for the other males out there and, and, and the males that are growing up. And, uh, you know, we definitely want to be that for sure. So um, it is not on deaf ears that, look, there's a lot of disrespect. There is a lot of um uh you know breaking down the female in the family setting and and calling people out of names we understand that that needs to be uh something that's worked on but my my personal viewpoint and opinion is that our family structure is just broken period for the most part mm-hmm. we we have households that are holding up and 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 fighting that battle but i think there's a constant pressure all the time on both sides that is making it difficult Mm. Mm. and i think that's what we're constantly fighting and i don't even know what the the all-encompassing answer is because i think there's a lot of foundation work that has to be done first i think there's a lot of therapy that needs to be done there are there there's there's trauma that has been experienced on both parts that i think until we can repair that we're always going to have these conversations True. i
0: think it's part of the um it, it it's it's broken, but it's, it's, it's the evolution, right? The, the, it's, it's evolving in, in, in breaking down the constructs of, the traditional, uh, what we thought partnerships were, what we thought relationships meant, what we thought it meant for who to hold down the household and what that entailed and all of these other things. As that is evolving now and our understanding and our, our being okay with, uh, you know, husbands who cook and are and our, our taking care of the kids as well, and that it isn't something that is so taboo. And all of these things are happening. This is what like this is the period we're in now that 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 change is happening the the acceptance and understanding where it's shaken up right now it's broken right now because there's so much uh, of the chaos and the in the trying to figure out and trying to understand and the ability it's just like um getting past everybody should be a doctor or a lawyer because those are the ones that make the most money. And so go do that. You know what I mean? And being able to be comfortable in, Oh, well, no, I want to be a comedian or I want to be a, you know what I mean? Whatever an influencer, but I'm going to put some real effort towards it. You know what I mean? And and all of those things is that evolution that's happening. And so we are in that period of watching acceptance, understanding, and, and it's going to be interesting to see how we come out and really how it's how our children are able to see and deal with um, the relationships that they have. Because I know one of the biggest issues right now is the fact that they're moving away from relationships, right? They're moving away from, from even worrying about that instance of thinking a partnership needs to happen. It's almost like they're more becoming community-based than worrying about a one-on-one partnership.
2: And I, I want to say this as a pop of my head. A man can teach a boy how to be a man without having a nine to five. And I'll leave it there. Did he, did he break up? Right. A man can teach a boy how to be a man without having a nine to five. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. But, but that's you. the, that's stipulation that in order for you to do that, in order for you to be that, that dad or that mom or that dad or that that man teach him you have to um you have to be in that position that i'm saying you got to be that lawyer that doctor you can craft a doctor by being a stay-at-home dad you can craft a lawyer by being supportive or an amazing person at sports by whatever may be by being there i think being present does more than you not having to be there
1: so question
3: um Fellas, Carol, it was am posed.
1: A, am I not a fellow? I mean, like, why did you... <laughs> I know I
3: said you. I said I said you. So we will not get the awkward pause when it goes for everybody to answer. So you get to go first. Um, it was posed about the unconditional love for a man only if he provides. That was original. Can we love a woman unconditionally
1: that does not provide? So my response to that, and I was already thinking this in the, in the sense of the male, right? When we say provide, we automatically go to monetary. 80-20. Also I don't know that when you think about the woman, is there still now a default to what provide means on the part of a woman? I agree with you because I don't feel like the
3: default should be monetary when it comes to a man. So that's why I'm asking it in in reverse.
1: Yes. No, I understand. Mm -hmm. But I think women and especially black women have broken the roles or or not mm-hmm. when i say not broken them because i don't but think that's how they were supposed expanded. to be they shattered and expanded yeah what that role could actually be right yeah. or what provide could actually be like they we just said it you have women out there that you know there's still in pay inequality out there but there are some that are making huge amounts of money right so what does that mean i i don't I don't know if the majority of men still expect women are going to cook clean, um, you know, whatever else mm-hmm. is, is, is that still something that exists? Because for, for me, I know my thing is as BJ said, Hey, are we taking care of the house?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Are we taking care of our child? whatever that looks like whatever combination of our combined efforts as long as there are combined efforts i'm good
4: yeah
3: yeah what about taking care of each other because that's the one thing i i think that you didn't say and i feel like that's the crux of this conversation when we're talking about providing Um, it, it's not all monetary. It's not on anyone's sole shoulder. It shouldn't be on anyone's sole shoulder monetarily if we understand the construct of the relationship, of the partnership, of the, the band, as Chris Rock um, said. But, so if you're taking care of the household, if you're taking care, like if the household encompasses all of that, then, then great. But I don't want us to lose sight of taking care of each other and what that means, because I feel like that is where providing comes in. Whatever you define it, once you know what we need together, you feel me?
2: Yeah, I get it, because it's gonna adjust. And I think think it has to be able to also move. I think that needle is never a standstill. It has to be able to mount consistently. And I think if you're able to understand that that could change, then your relationship so forth will continue to grow. But if you're stuck in that, or this is how it's supposed to be, and if something goes wrong, which indeed something goes wrong, it's just a part of life, that's when those move away or they get stronger because they can adjust.
1: Here's my response to that. And and I don't want to dominate this part of the conversation, but I think the same way that desegregation hurt the financial strength of our communities. Mm -hmm. Migration hurt that ability for us to take care of each other as man and woman. And here's why I say that. When we didn't venture out past where we grew up and we had that true village, you had the people around you that would have able to take the pressure off of you of taking care of the children and making sure that they were good. That allowed you that time to take care of each other as man and woman. Yes. Very true. And as we have now spread out and we've gained access and grandma and grandpa are hours away. Yeah. Right. Now it's always one parent or the other or both are so wrapped into what the kids are doing yeah. that I think you lose sight of taking care of one another.
2: Yes. I couldn't have said that better.
4: I agree. And I think that's some of the evolutionary part as well, because, again, I can only speak for, for me. For, for me, taking care of me is everything we just talked about. Mm-hmm. That's where my stress comes from, ensuring that things are taken care of is everything paid is everything that like that for me i don't i don't need words of affirmation I like that, that whole stuff for me like is non-existent like are we straight <laughs> do the kids have to be fit, all teenagers now and three things going on in one day am i in the car for from saturday morning to saturday afternoon let them back and forth dropping off picking up bit up and Somebody's home taking a nap. Mm. I, I'm not saying that's the case, but I'm saying I'm just trying to paint the picture. Like for me, that is like I'm out here hustling and buzzing, whatever. And again, something may be wrong. You may need to nap, but also I may need a to nap tomorrow. Yeah. Right. So when, so when is that? I see you struggling, I see you doing this. Here, let me take this off your plate. Right. Like that, that struggle, like it, it's when you say take care, I think that take care. Everybody has to evaluate with that. Take care of me. Some people may need, yo, I need that personal time out one on one. I may need that vacation. You go like, I may need all this stuff. For me, it's 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 peace. It's 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 peace and 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 the stress away. If I can get there, I'm on cloud nine. Mm. I
2: don't
4: need all the other stuff. But every household may be different, though. With that, and what every person needs, what every man or woman needs. Is the question
1: different. is, though, have you conditioned yourself not to need all that other stuff?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely have. That's a
4: whole nother episode, bro. That's yeah. a whole nother episode. Probably. But I'll I, I say, honestly, <laughs> the answer is yes. The answer is yes. Because somebody asked me once before, like, what brings you joy? And I couldn't give them an answer. Like for me, joy is making sure everybody's taken
1: care of. That's, if everybody's
4: straight,
1: I'm good. That's, yeah. I that's thought it was good. just me.
4: No, we but are. I, but, I, exactly. I, but, I, but I thought, but I couldn't, I couldn't really give, I had to think about that answer to give them. Like, what do you do for joy?
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you, are you on mute, Fresh? Yeah, come on, wheezy. <laughs>
4: but I, I mean I'm being I'm being honest. I get it. You guys are for the people though. Like I don't things. I don't really know what that means because for me it is that provider mode yeah. is always on. Like even though we may do stuff outside the park, like go to work, spend time with the family, whatever, try to make time to do stuff with and and I get honest. I, I failed at separating the time for me and Gina. I, I, I fail at that. I struggle. And it's a consistent conversation that i have to consistently do so but a lot of that it go back to what Kay said well, well this now again they're all over the place so one has camera started running track this season mm-hmm. so trying to end the day early to get the track practice and one of us can make it at 4 30 and can't be there at 5 5 15 um somebody has to be at church somebody has to do this like all over the place like I, that stuff is everybody is in their place and I'm able to get them to what they need to do whatever i'm happy
1: Mm -hmm. and see that's that's a whole nother component to it the number of things that kids can do now
4: oh yeah but again that goes back to us wanting to provide them the opportunities Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. for them to experience it and have the opportunities and meet the network they need because we we understand now that network is your number forget a degree The network is your number one key it is so we're trying to help provide that for them and and bring them along the way of about how to build relationships, how to how to interact with anybody else, right? And not just be only in your neighborhood, like how to get out across the city. Because again, if you're looking at going to college, networking for scholarships, you're looking at like, getting a job, what does that mean? I right? Like, trying to teach them those skills to do so. So if, if they're on the database doing that, like, but the thing is, like, that caught me by surprise, I had to really reflect on that question, like, what brings you joy?
1: <laughs> I, I, yeah I
4: like art. i know you you go, you go to amusement parks like that and that's like good. that and we talked about outlets too like what do yeah. i do i'll go i'll go sit in my backyard for a little while and i'm fine
2: <laughs>
1: but but again and let's bring it full circle and then we got to wrap this up but when you think about the providing piece even when you find that small fraction of time to go do something for yourself you're still feeling some form of guilt because you're like oh i should be doing something to contribute
2: yep definitely. or you make up more when you get back home you overdo trying to make up make up for the time that you were away taking care of you
4: mm-hmm. definitely.
2: definitely
4: guilty that's your right. so, yeah,
3: exercise that muscle man exercise that muscle <laughs>
1: Okay, well, Brett, when's the last time you um, went on a trip that wasn't related to Keller?
3: Nah, bro, but this is a little bit like, it's because I'm providing,
1: okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, exercise that muscle. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to cut it here. This conversation could keep going on, so I feel like it's a good one, but um, I feel like we got to talk about joy next week joy
4: and pain yes oh man he said Sunshine. joy, right? joy. <laughs> sorry I'm
2: say, this could gonna be a good thing the whole week long like trying to figure out like that joy not, and not being just family or wife or like what brings me personally? just for you personally yeah it's gonna be a thought mm-hmm.
1: and 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 we got to be real um intentional about not tying it into what do you we we had something very similar but i definitely want it to be in joy how do you find joy for yourself yeah anyway hey that's our show asher let him know son uh that's it for
3: now folks there it is, ladies and gentlemen. We're done here on the thirteenth floor. Where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. Face, face, face.